What is up, everybody? Welcome into another edition of Cheers from the Press Box. I'm your host, Brennan Tassif, joined, as always, by my good friend and co-host, Mr. Joe Dorville. What's going on, Joe? What is going on? Not much. Sitting in sunny Atlanta, ready to get to this. I wasn't late or anything. <laughs> what happened? There? I like I like <laughs> your shirt. For those of you listening and obviously can't see it, Joe is wearing an NBA Finals Champions shirt. When did you get that? Did you just get that? I uh, just got it in the mail. I was about to say, it was random. I went on Fanatics uh, to look up something else. I had got, uh, shout out to Scotty, got me a code to get some Eagles merch. Um, and a lot of the NBA stuff was on sale. So I was like, oh, let me grab a Nugget shirt that I like. And I found this one that's like cartoon starting five. Caricatures, and, yeah. Yeah. So I was like, oh, let me grab that. That's dope. That's not just the generic NBA ugly type font finals champs stuff. So. Yeah, that looks good. Well, hopefully I'll be able to get one of those soon for my Jacksonville Jaguars. We're going to get into it. For those of you who are new to the program, uh, welcome in. Uh, the basic rundown for the show is we will talk about all the major topics in sporting news, which means the NFL. And then we will talk about some NCAAs up top. We'll get into the quick hits. Quick! quick. We will discuss... Um, some tertiary topics in the sporting world. Joe has his WNBA breakdown, and then we will have our soccer corner. Uh, no walk-offs this week. We are tight on time because Joe and I are very, very busy men. And then we will head to the press conference. Where we'll pedal our wares. But we'll start this week the same way we do every week. Joe! Ready to return the opening kickoff. Perfect way to kick off. All right, it's the kickoff. So we are talking NFL on this beautiful <laughs> Tuesday. Joe, I think do you do you have the time? Do you know what time it is? Do you have um, the time? Uh, I think I, I think I know the time. Uh, I think it's time for game of the week. Game of the week for the NFL. We're talking about the Baltimore Ravens at the Cincinnati Bengals. Joke, a lot of things. Lamar Jackson still doesn't have a touchdown. Joe Burrow is hurt. Apparently, tweak that calf. Uh, Baltimore wins to reaggravate that calf right about now. Yeah, Baltimore ends up winning this game. Uh, Bengals are starting 0 2, which is the same hole they were in last year, and then they looked really good at the end of the season. What are you taking away from this game? Still early in the season, but obviously, we all know the 23% chance teams have to make the playoffs after starting 0 2. So, what are you taking away from this? All right. Um, first off, I want to correct you. Lamar did have two touchdowns in this game. I know one to Mark Andrews. Uh, I think a second one was maybe to one of the running backs. Odell oh, so got he did, hurt. He didn't have any game. going into this game. That's the same. Yeah, result. exactly. Uh, Odell got hurt, which was unfortunate. He seemed to have uh, be having a better game of it this week. Yeah, the second one was to Aguilar. Um, Zay Flowers is the evolution of Hollywood Brown, and I think that – alone, even with Odell missing some time, will take them very far. Um the thing with Hollywood Brown wasn't the fact that he couldn't wasn't that he couldn't get open. He could get open. He would be butt naked open. But when you threw him the ball, he dropped the ball every dang time. And Zay Flower has way more short hands in 
and is as fast or if not faster than Hollywood Brown. So that gives Lamar a legitimate number one option probably for the first time in his career. So that helps that team. Joe Burrow, on the other hand, got the money and is not playing well. And like you said, I think in the in his first four years of his career, he's one in seven in the first two games to start a season. Uh, so they usually start slow, but this time with the injury, the re-aggravating of the injury now, um, you don't want to put him in jeopardy for it being something more long-term. They couldn't get anything sustainable going until late in this game, and that's shocking because a lot of people felt that this Raven defense wasn't as good as they thought going in, and then after game one, they suffered a bunch of injuries. So for them to have... Uh, like they were stepping in molasses offensively, yeah. it was jarring to see. Jamar Chase still hasn't really gotten things going. Uh, T. Higgins was able to grab two t- touchdowns, but outside of T. Higgins, Joe Mixon couldn't really get anything going on the ground uh, effectively. So it was interesting watching Cincinnati deal with that, but also watching Baltimore uh, bounce back from the game that they had previously. Yeah, I like the uh, term that you use, evolution. I think it is an evolution for Zay Flowers from Hollywood Brown because he is he's a he's a better wide receiver. A uh, <laughs> couple of interesting things uh, I took away from this game. Obviously, didn't watch it fully. I was uh, red zoned in. Decided to not go to the St. Pat's bar. It's interesting doing a show about uh, sports because everyone's like, "Are you going to come to St. Pat's on 46th, the Jags bar, to watch the Jags game?" And I was actually like, "I did that last week and I was kind of behind, so I think I'm going to stay <laughs> home and watch Red Zone and like check updates on my computers and stuff." Um, the Joe Burrow thing is interesting. You, I'm going to put you on the spot here. Offhand, do you know Joe Burrow's backup? Uh, it's not Kyle Allen anymore. No, uh, I'll just give it to you. It's Jake Browning, the rookie from uh, Washington. Oh, wow. Did not, then, could would not have gotten that in a million years. <laughs> yeah, I, I had a feeling. And then uh, Will Greer. that. Uh, oh, who, Will Greer. Will Greer's on the practice squad, so he was beat out by Jake Browning. Jake Browning's a backup. And then I bring all this up to say there's a lot of talk about Burrow needs to sit. Burrow needs to sit to heal that calf so they can be right. But now they've gotten themselves into a situation where they're in a hole and Burrow hasn't been recovering. You could have been 0-2 with Jake Browning. You could have mm-hmm. done that. And then Joe Burrow could have sat the last two or three weeks. Um, but you didn't. Cincinnati is just that, and like you said, the defense doesn't look as formidable as it has in the past. And especially Baltimore on the other side of that. They got Roquan Smith, and I thought that this would be like a like a knock him out. You know what I mean? Like a the not the Baltimore defenses of old, but similarly to where they would be super imposing, but you know, Cincinnati with a hurt Burrow who was making all sorts of bad throws put up 24 on him. So I'm not sure. A lot I'm not of that sure. in the second half, though. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And I think. So what do you think was going to happen with the Bengals moving forward? Do what do you think? Do you think they're going to put it together? Because like we said, you said the stat was one and seven or one and eight and starts for Joe Burrow through his career. So they always start slow, but. Um, I think so. I mean, we have all the preseason predictions and, you know, you, you, you want to hope for your prediction to be right. But I think this is the year where they can't they can't turn it around. I think their division. Let me not say it's that. too strong. Hold on. Let me not say that. Their division itself is going to have a lot of mucky walk in it. 
I don't think they're going to be as good as we previously anticipated. I had them going like 13 and 5 or however the fuck it works out now. Um, I think they'll be closer to like maybe an 11 win team if they can get it together, if they can get Burrow healthy. I don't see. There's that timer, folks. I don't see them being able to get those 13, 14 wins. I don't see them in contention for the uh, division because now the crazy thing about their schedule is they play two division opponents their first two weeks. So they yeah. lost to Cleveland last week. Now they lost to Baltimore. So they're behind the eight ball in their own division, not even in the whole grand scheme of things, let alone the grand scheme of things. So it's going to make their climb a little more difficult. So they may end up around 10 wins and fighting for like that last wild card, if anything. The seventh spot, yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's move it on. We've only been doing this show for three years, folks. Uh, we are talking about now. This was hotly contested. We were back and forth about which game to make game of the week. We went Cincinnati Baltimore just because it has more implications long term. Uh, <coughs> the other game, though, that was intense and coming off, uh, went into overtime. It was a, it was a well fought battle. The Los Angeles Chargers at the Tennessee Titans. Um, Titans win in overtime, 27-24. Joe, so many questions. I'm going to let you take it away first because I've got so much to say, mainly about the Chargers and that offense. Uh, what, what what did you take away from this game? Is Tennessee back? Did they never leave because they had so many injuries last year? What's going on with them? Tennessee is a terrible team. Uh, Ryan Tannehill's a terrible quarterback. Uh, let me not say they're a terrible team. They're a mediocre team. Um, we saw flashes of uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, we saw Traylon Burks, who they drafted, I want to say last year, have some mm-hmm. big moments in this game. Derrick Henry, King Henry, still somehow at this age and with all the miles he has on him, still can tote the route 25 times a game for 80 yards. Um, Brandon Staley has to be fired. Has I mean, to be what, fired. What, what, I've been rallying. I've been, you know, ringing the bell on this for quite some time. You can't. You're, let's not even talk about, you know, the elephant in the room, you know, Joe, Joe Herbert, Justin, man, Justin Herbert, you know, did the you second, again? I did Justin Herbert, the second coming of Jesus and him not being able to put up, you know, consistently 28 points a game. Um, we need to put a clock on him like, uh, the Iowa, Iowa, Brett, Brian Ferentz and see oh, if yeah. he could score 28 points a game. Um, Brandon Staley got hired. Do you remember what? Do you remember what what side of the ball he coaches, Brandon? Defense, I believe. It's a defensive coordinator. Uh, you know where he got hired from? The Los Angeles Rams. I want to say got hired off of the back of the Los Angeles Rams. And I was watching uh, this game and the Rams game later in the day, and I was just thinking to myself, Brandon Staley coached that defense for one year. They didn't. There wasn't a Super Bowl year for them, and. Had the benefit of coaching Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey and Leonard Floyd and all these super Bobby talented. Wagner. Was Bobby Wagner there? Uh, I don't think it was the Bobby Wagner here. Okay. Um, but all these super, super talented guys and was given a job off of one year of being a defensive coordinator. Meanwhile, Raheem Morris has been there for like two, three years after the fact. Uh, 
Eric Bieniemy, a two-time Super Bowl winning OC, can't get a head coaching job. Just a little and pushback. Raheem Morris had a shot though, didn't he? Tampa he had a Bay. shot when he was like twenty years old. I'm just, he was a I'm kid. Just he was a kid when he got that shot. Yeah, I remember when he got hired. I was like, <laughs> this was before Sean McVay. So you younger yeah. listeners listening, we were like, this guy's not even forty. He can't be a head coach. Yeah, man. Like, so I just find it baffling that he's allowed to. Coach this team week in, week out. The offense, in the first two games, I won't say they looked bad. I mean, I'd expect more production out of it with Kellen Moore now being the head coach. Um, only getting 24 points on a team. Uh, Tennessee's defense, I mean, to some degree, is still formidable. They held, they strangled the Saints last week to only squeeze out 16 points. But um, this defense doesn't look like they can get stops consistently. And they just paid Joey Bosa like a year ago, and that's the issue. That's the issue. They have a lot of Derwin money James, on, JC yep, they Jackson, have a lot of like money on they got on a lot of side. money there. And Brandon Staley, you're supposed to be a defensive guru, and your team's getting trampled by Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, so the PPAs and all the analytics will tell you that the Chargers are actually playing very well on offense, um, but but. They're not winning games. The the Miami game, that was a, a weird aberration. Tyreek Hill was like out of his body. Tua Tungavaloa might win the MVP this year if he can stay on the field. But this game, there's no excuse for it. There's no... They have three of the top five paid players and the three most like sought-after positions. Well, two out of the three, corner and edge rusher. Yeah. And I mean, it's like they're paying all this money to these guys. Oh, and went, safety. Yeah, well, yeah, but I, I wouldn't consider safety like a top priority, but still oh, okay, they're paying okay. a ton of money to the yeah. safety. They spent between money and draft picks, they've spent so much capital on that side of the ball, um, and they just can't get stops. And it's like you said, the Vrabel factor is a thing because he's a great coach, but Tannehill is not that guy. He is not him. Tannehill. So the fact that I watched Tannehill look like a freaking high school quarterback a week ago against the Saints defense. Yeah. And the Saints defense doesn't have the the Joey youth, Bosa. I was about to say it doesn't have the youth and the depth that the Chargers defense has. The Saints defense is very good, but the names we just said: Joey Bosa, Derwin James, J.C. Jackson, Asante Samuel's Jr., like Khalil Mack. Like I forgot Khalil was in office. <laughs> like what the hell is happening? Yeah, it's insane. I think that uh, the Chargers are going to charge her. And Tennessee doesn't have a shot because it's it was Jacksonville. It was always Jacksonville. Oh, and did you see? Uh, did you see the post game presser about that? Yeah, that I didn't see it. I heard it on a uh, the NFL show that I listened to though, and that was I didn't know what he was talking when they played it out of con. They were just oh, like, yeah, they did didn't play Brandon the Staley. No, they just go. Did you hear Brandon Staley after the game? And then they just played it, and he's like, "No, we're not worried about the Jags." And I was like, "Wait, we didn't play the Chargers." <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Yeah, they asked him uh, in the post game presser. They asked him. Do you think this is some of the hangover from the Jacksonville game and whatnot? And uh, he got super defensive and said, we're not thinking about that. That was last year, blah, 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 blah. But my thing is, I think there's some residual gunk there. I think Dougie Fresh lives in his head. And also, (laughs) I love trash talking. Everybody knows that. 
Nothing makes me happier than this because I will never forget watching that game and Asante Samuel Jr. was mm. talking so much shit, so much <laughs> shit in the first half, like waving bye to the crowd and like doing like the money thing in the end zone when people when he was batting balls down and he's a fantastic player. The fact that we came back from that and now media is still bringing it up to them. Just just let that live in your head. Just I think- take that. I think aside from the Dougie Fresh aspect of it, I think the reason it has uh, some residual sticking power is Dougie Fresh may have exposed how to attack that defense in the second half, and teams are going to that. And it's a reason Tannehill looks good (laughs) in a game against uh, a defense that, I mean, we've said the name a thousand times. I'm not going to go back to it because that will be lazy, but a defense that should be more formidable than it is. And Brandon Staley, look, there's been times where I've his defense has played like in seasons past where I'm like, okay, I see why he gets hired. I, yep. I don't I don't see why he's like the first guy to the job after one year of being in the NFL, but I see what he's doing and I see what it I see why somebody would be like, ah, this guy knows what he's doing, but after these last two weeks, it's like, man, can you stop a phone book? I don't know. I think, yeah, I think he's, I think he's too, I think he's overthinking things. I think he's trying to be too smart for his own good. Well, we could talk about that with every single coach in the yeah, NFL right now. That's true. But, but speaking of Dougie Fresh, let's move on. Kansas City at Jacksonville. Uh, I've got a lot of thoughts on this game. Joe, did you watch this game at all? I, it got some red zone love. Um, I don't know. That's how, how the fourth not, quarter was very frustrating for me. <laughs> but uh, I'll I'll let you I'll let you carry the football here, and I'll take all right. So, so speaking of uh, the red zone, I was watching a lot of these games through red zone, and you know it's a great defensive day for your team when one of the most prolific offenses in the entire NFL is you don't because red zone shows every point scored. So if you're not seeing your team on red zone and they're playing one of the top tier offenses you got to think to yourself that's not a bad thing i would actually almost rather not see them on red zone a couple things we'll get into eric Bieniemy later uh in the uh, one more round uh, something's but in all honesty something's different something's different about this team i don't know if it's because the coordinator left i don't know if it's because kelsey's been hurt i don't know if it's the lack of wide receivers the offensive line depth there's a lot of factors that go into it, so it's not going to be just one person, but something is different about this team. Jawan Taylor, formerly of the Jacksonville Jaguars, uh, was a second-round pick for us from out of Florida, had five penalties in this game. Um, yeah, he got scared. He was oh, that was Jay- the motherfucker uh, in, in the first game of the season where, like, every snap I was like, that's false start. That's false yeah, start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's everyone start. was talking <laughs> So everyone was talking about that in week one. So they actually paid attention to it in week two. Yeah. The refs did. And he got called for it almost That's five times. Deservedly uh, so. That man kept jumping the snap like by a full half second. I was talking so much shit. I was like, yeah, he had to go against Josh Allen in practice. And so now he knows he's scared. Uh, but the fact that uh, Kansas City Kansas City wins 14 to nine uh, or no, excuse me. It was uh, 17, 17 to nine. Yeah, because it was uh, a one score game, one possession game, eight point game. A couple of things that I took away from this. Zay Jones needs to get both feet down. Come on, man. You're 6'1", 210 pounds. This isn't college anymore. You've been in the league five years. You should know better. Uh, we had three opportunities, two in the end zone, and then one uh, to get a crucial first down. Uh, Zay Jones on all three 
one foot down inbounds, one foot down out of bounds. Uh, so that's something we can clean up. Uh, Chris Jones coming back his first game back. You knew he was going to wreak havoc and he did, but our defense played very well. The fact that we only held Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes and that whole crew, um, Isaiah Pacheco to only 14 points is huge. We had a bunch of stops in the red zone. Uh, we had a pick at one point against Patrick. It was, uh, or a fumble it was one or the other. Uh, so it was a very promising game to watch. Uh, very promising at the end of it. So I'm stoked. I'm excited. I'm very happy about this. And this is going to sound a little weird because I know a new season, new players, new everything. Um, and 2018, 2017, we lost to the Patriots in the AFC Conference Championship. They went on to win the Super Bowl. Then in 2018, we had a rocky start, but then we beat the Patriots in Jacksonville. And everyone was like, here we go. But that was the end of our season. We ended up losing <laughs> eight in a row after that. Uh, didn't make the playoffs. Turned out to end up getting like a top five pick because of it. Had already so the, paid Blake Bortles. Yeah. So it's, yeah. So it's, um, <laughs> so Dean, that was a good contract. They restructured it. So that way we it wasn't to, terrible. Uh, it was only what, a three year extension, right? Yeah. It was a three year extension. Yeah. And we did it so we didn't have to pay him the 26 for the fifth year option. Yeah. That's, that's, we only had to pay him terrible. 19 a year after that. But, but then we lost eight games after that. So if anything, I'm just using this in my head as a transitive property. Being like, oh, well, we we held it. We held with the champs. We played really well against them. And it wasn't an aberration. It wasn't like, oh, they got lucky because they got like a scoop and score or something. Like, it was back and forth. We held our own. And so that, that gives me a lot of hope moving forward. Um, this game reminded me to some degree also, if we don't want to put past performances on it. Because once the final score, you know, came true, I, I said my group of text messages, and I was like, wow, the the Jags holding them to 17, like with Kelsey back, like you thought this would be the day they kind of go crazy, but they, they held them in check. Uh, to some degree, it reminded me of that six, nine Buffalo game a couple years ago. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's like, Oh man, the Josh defense, Allen had four sacks. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, okay. All at that point, you know, Doug's going to see what he can do against his defense. If in the event that they play him the next time uh, and the, the defense can hold form like they did this time, you know, because the game was there for the Jags. Honestly, the game was there. Like you said, there were like four five or five passes. The red zones. Yeah. I was like, there was four or five passes that went to the back of the end zone that if a guy got another foot down, mm-hmm. it's a whole different ball game. So I think there's a lot of positives to take away from this game for sure. All right, let's keep it moving. All right, you know what it's time for. I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play the long one. Don't tell me. I didn't hear no bell. One more round. All right, it is now time for one more round. We'll, Joe will put one minute on the clock, and we will go back and forth discussing some games. Uh, Joe, do you want to start? Thanks for reminding me. Don't worry, I got you. <laughs> Um, let's see how this shakes out. Which game do I want to talk about? Uh, yeah, uh, I'll start. Uh, okay. I really want to talk about that last one, but I'll yeah, just, so do I because it's I the last one. So I'll just Mr. Dip talk in. shit in the Discord <laughs> and then doesn't address it after my team after the team comes back and wins. Oh man, look, I was beside myself after they did lose. Uh, but yeah, I'll just just for the listener, I will talk about it. <laughs> yeah, we'll get. 
All right, so first game, Washington-Denver. Uh, Eric Bieniemy is making a difference uh, for the Washington football team. Um, they were down, I believe, 18 scores. Denver looked good uh, at that time, but going into the half, they did not uh, take their foot off the gas, and they kept their pedal to the metal. And in the second half, it was a whole new ball game. Sean Payton, you need more answers. I you cannot deflect no more, my guy. You you talked all that shit to Nathaniel Hackett, and your team has done the same thing that team had done last year. So you said it was all coaching. So are you calling yourself a bad coach based on your words? Russell didn't play great, didn't play terrible. Um, they should have gotten that P.I. call at the end. I don't know what the rest were doing there. Sean Payton obviously has a beef with the league, and they have a addendum not to give him any P.I.s to end the game ever, apparently. Uh, that's a mandate. But, yeah, I, I got uh, – Bell's not going. There we go. But, yeah, I, I got no other words for that. All right. Are we doing the in-between? In between. Oh, you're Don't right. Worry. Thank you. One more round. All right, I'm talking about Cleveland at Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh ends up winning ended up winning the game on TJ Watt scoop and score. Um TJ Watt, very formidable formidable defender. Obviously, we all know that. Bad news from this game, Nick Chubb is going to be out with a season ending injury. Uh from the looks of it, I mean I know modern technology and everything, but it might be a, a career ending injury. It looked like a standard play. Uh, Minka Fitzpatrick came in uh, low, obviously, because Nick Chubb has 100 pounds on him, um, and just Nick's knee got caught. The same thing we were talking about with the Aaron Rodgers thing uh, with the turf versus grass, but I think this is real grass there at uh, Heinz Field. I think so, yeah. So it was just an unfortunate uh, event. Deshaun Watson, they're trying to get him going, dude. They are trying their hardest to get him going. 40 attempts. Only 22 completions. Everyone was like, oh, well, he took a year off, yada, yada, yada. But he does not look good. Kenny Pickett was the darling of the preseason, but I I don't know if he's got the juice either. <laughs> I'm kind of nervous because I took George Pickens uh, very early in fantasy. But uh, Steelers get a big win. And we know this. Mike Tomlin does not go. Mike Tomlin doesn't have losing seasons. Uh, if we could stay here for a little second. I, too, picked George Pickens. Not early. Picked him late. But I was like. This looks and then he got that <laughs> 70 yard touch that I was like, all right. <laughs> but um yeah, Deshaun Watson stinks. And stinks. Now, okay. I'm gonna separate, you know, some of like yeah. his egregious acts for a second. This guy's become an asshole. He had <laughs> he had two I see what you did there. <laughs> he had two uh, offensive personal foul penalties in this game, Brennan. Yeah, he's a, he's not a nice person. Like, but like, okay, prior to all the allegations and everything and things, I believe. Oh yeah, actually I'm not happened. even bringing that. I know, no, no, no. I'm, I'm just... saying like prior to that, he had this clean cut, good kid. You know, went to Clemson, did everything the white right way, grew up religious, house perfect right by. Way. Right, right way. Dabo would like it to be the white way. Um, <laughs> did everything. Uh, what was it? Uh, work done, paid for his family home through some charity thing. Like he had this clean, clean persona. Brennan, yesterday he looked like the most 
dickish person I've ever seen. It was like a complete unmasking on Monday Night Football. Like you, you, you have nothing to stand on now. You're not even like. It felt like his teammates didn't like. Like there are moments where like somebody's holding the block, he's running. There was I forgot who was holding holding the block. Some he was running to the outside, and then the defender just came free right when Deshaun got there, and he got a nice shot to like the lower body. I was like. Did he let off that block a little early? Felt a little early. That little block could have been held. Like, I don't know how you just let go of that block. People like just he just doesn't seem like a, a cool dude to be around. I no, don't and know. he's not very good. And and he's not very good. Um, but yeah, it was it was mind boggling. He had two he had two face masks, but then one of them. This was the first time, this is the last thing I'll say, and then I'll get to the next game. This was the first time I've ever seen a quarterback get called for a personal foul as a play was heading to the sideline. Yep. The play is heading to the sideline. He grabbed uh, Quan Alexander's face mask and then yanked him out of bounds. As he was running out of bounds, he did that. And then it was a personal foul on him. (laughs) I was like, yeah, (laughs) what the hell? All right. Do, 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 do. One more All right, New England uh, versus Miami. Miami, they're going to be one of the top teams. I think I uh, laid that out for you guys pretty well, Tua Tungvaloa. Did not play stellar in this game, um, but I will forgive that because, as I talked about last week with the Eagles versus New England, nothing in this world is tougher than playing a Bill Belichick defense because – no matter what, that guy knows what he's doing. He's pretty dang good at his job. So for them to put up the amount of points and do what they were doing, I mean, uh, he took away the pass game from them almost entirely. So they instead went to the run, and Raheem Mostert had two touchdowns, 121 care, uh, 121 yards. Um, and the Miami defense held up against a anemic Pats offense Uh they have no real receiving talent to speak of outside of their tight end pool. So aside from that, I think, um, yeah, I, I don't, I have zero faith in Mac Jones and I can you, Juju Smith Schuster is their best receiver on he name, slow. on name recognition. So I, I think Hunter Henry is really slow. their number one, honestly. But, uh, yeah, uh, they couldn't get the ground game running the way they wanted to. And that was another home game. That's two home games they've lost now. So, all right, Brennan, final game. All right. Go ahead and hit this. One more round. There it is. We're going to talk about the final game, the New York football giants at the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, looks like the Cardinals are going to win this game. They were up 20 to nothing going into the third quarter. Uh, the Giants rally back. Uh, fun fact for all the listeners, we uh, alluded to it earlier. Joe was talking a ton of shit in the Discord because I had said I thought the Giants were bounced back this week. And then what happened, Joe? Uh, the Giants bounced back. Uh, Took them a whole know. half to bounce back. I don't know what's happening here. I don't know if the they Arizona. Stink. Air, no, I don't know if the Cardinals are. No, I don't care about either of these teams in that sense. I'm saying I don't know what's happening with the Cardinals in the sense of are they tanking? How? How? How in the regular season? I mean, I know my Jags did it in the playoffs against the Chargers, but how in the regular season do you lose a 20 point lead 
Josh Dobbs looked like he had full command of that offense. They looked like they were playing well, and then it just vanished. And then also big news, Saquon Barkley is out, injured again. This is why people don't pay running backs. It's also why running backs should hold out until they get what they yeah, want. Desire. Thank God he got that 10 million guaranteed or else he'd have been yeah. fucked. Um, so yeah, but okay. So <laughs> Brendan, this is not a victory for you. This is not a victory. Lefty. I was saying, and I wasn't talking about they would bounce back this week. I was talking about your prediction of them being a top half team. Oh, okay. Uh, that's more wasn't so. quite sure what you meant. I just saw the Discord when I was logging on today, and I was like, no. "This son of a bitch!" <laughs> you had them as a top half team. Um, Did I? I do stupid. not think this team is good whatsoever. They, Darren Waller. Funny when you go back to your power rankings, and you're like, oh, "Wait, how could I have even funny. thought that?" It's always funny. Um, the reason they were able to come back in this game, and the reason that Arizona is tanking. Uh, despite them playing well, because there's one, uh, there's a single phrase that kind of explains it. Front offices tank, players don't. Yeah. So the players, they played their damnedest for half. The the reason that they're tanking is they don't have a good enough team to sustain <laughs> the duration of that. They don't have the defense. They don't have the DBs. They traded one of their best defenders to the Giants uh, in the offseason, oh, right yeah, before crazy. the season. Actually, yeah. Um, and then Buda Baker got hurt in this game. So in that back half of the game where you needed your actual defenders to step up and hold on to that lead because they were able to put up another eight points after that, uh, after that strong first half, they couldn't hold on to it. Also, Jonathan Gannon, you, you stink as a D coordinator. I mean, you stink. You uh, stink. Get him out of there. You stink. You, you, All right. you, somehow you're the only guy who still hasn't figured out that Daniel Jones will run. He will. He's you the fastest man out there. Just put a spy on him. Jesus. All right. Time for America's favorite game. We are now going to talk about NCAA football. So before America's favorite game, we have some upsets coming at you. Uh, we lost the FAU Owls lost to Clemson 48 to three. I don't upset. think that was an upset. Uh, no, was it? <laughs> no, I don't, I don't think that's what we're going to count as an upset. Uh, Joe, what do you have as far as the top ones that you're looking at right now? Uh, I'm pulling it up here. Sorry. I can't remember them all off the top of my head. Uh, some, some near upsets. We've got a lot of near upsets. Georgia only winning by 10 over South Carolina. That was a weird one to look at. Also, FSU coming down to the wire versus Boston College and only winning by two points. That was a stunner. Huh? Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, (laughs) How about Wyoming holding it with Texas? I know. Uh, Alabama. They did not. Alabama going to Tampa. To play at Raymond James Stadium and only winning 17 to 3. They played three different quarterbacks in this game, Brendan. Alabama, I'm gonna say it, it's the death of the dynasty. They don't know you, who their quarterback is gonna be. They, you know what they, the spread was in that game? 
It was like 28 or something. 33. Alabama was favored by 33 points. Yeah, and they won 17 to 3 against South Florida. Maybe the seventh. And this is not not my South Florida. Yeah, I was about to say, maybe the seventh best program in Florida right now. This isn't Grothy and JPP South Florida. This is, and uh, Mike Jenkins South Florida. This is, they had three NFL players on that team. Yeah, they've had NFL players throughout the years, but. FIU is better than South Florida right now. UCF is, is better than South Florida right now. Miami, oh, yeah. Florida State, Florida all obviously should be, and they are. FAU, what's your guys' record? Right now we're uh, one and two, but we lost to Clemson. So you guys are on par with them, but they lost to Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got blown out by Clemson. Uh, all right. Uh, an actual upset. Florida beat uh the Tennessee Volunteers at the Swamp, 29-16. Uh, Florida was unranked at the time. Tennessee was ranked 11th. Uh, I will shout out Lucy Rodine of the Lebetard Show. She knows a lot of college football. And her diagnosis of this game and Tennessee as a whole is they're running last year's offense without last year's talent. They're running yep. the Offense that with Hendon Hooker and the receiver who I can't name right now, who was spectacular, but they don't have the personnel to be running that spread uh, long ball game. And that is going to be their downfall this season. Um, also, Florida has a uh, baby bro. Yeah, they got Trevor Etienne. Uh uh, Mizzou beat K-State 30 to 27. The actual, this actual K-State. <laughs> K-State was uh, ranked 15. Mizzou unranked. Um, we had a near upset with uh, Colorado. Colorado State double overtime game. Shador Sanders tapped in, locked in, went 98 yards to score the uh, touchdown that led to the two-point conversion that tied the game. Um, they were big favorites in that game as well, and that game was closer than it should be. But you know what, Brennan? What? Dion has restored college football. That game was a 10 o'clock start. I got a phone call from my brother at 11 to discuss things that were happening in that game. And then the brother group chat was still popping at 2 o'clock when the game ended. Dion has restored college football single-handedly. Nothing else. That was it. Uh, All right. That is it for your upsets. Time for America's favorite game. Who's in? Who's out? Who's up? Who's down? Who's in? Who's out? Who's up? Who's down? Which one you want first, Brendan? Let's go in order, baby. Who's in? Who's out? Who's in? Who's out? You know, there's only one team in, one team out. Thank you for doing it, Brendan. Florida, after being the Tennessee Volunteers, uh, as I previously said, are in. And who's out? Kansas State, after losing that game to Missouri, they are out of here, Brendan. So... That that is, who's in, who's out. Now, for who's Let's up, who's, who's, down, up who's down, Florida State, I'm going to go from the top to the bottom here. Florida State, they won that nail biter. They fell down one spot from three to four. Alabama, after winning that nail biter, they've fallen from <laughs> 10 to 13. And Colorado, after winning that Nail biter. They fell from 18 to 19 in Tennessee after losing that shellacking. Yeah. Okay. They got their butts whooped by Florida. They fell from 
11 to 23. All right, now, who's up? Iowa going from 25 to 24. UCLA going from 22. I, they're 22 now. Uh, let's just do the biggest jumps because a lot of fucking ups right now. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, Miami. Miami went from 22 to 20. Uh, after being Bethune-Cookman. Uh, actual good performance. Uh, that game has been annoying the last couple of years. We put 48 points on them. That was a good job. Also, if you took the under or you took Bethune-Cookman in the spread, good job on you. The spread was ridiculous. It was like 52 points or something. Um, Texas moves to the third spot. Oregon moves up three spots to number three. Oregon State moves up two spots. LSU moved up two spots. North Carolina, Oklahoma moved up three spots. Duke moved up three spots. So your top four, your top six right now, pretty much unchanged. Just Texas and Florida State switching spots. Georgia, Michigan, Texas, Florida State, UC, USC, and Ohio State are still your top six. So... That has been your college football recap. And like Brett said, America's favorite game of who's up, who's down, who's in, and who's out. Time for the quick hits. Thank you. You'd be surprised how quick. Quick, name hits. Quick hit. I was waiting for you. You were waiting for me. Yeah, I was like, quick, uh, we're going to be quick. I've been stepping on people's toes lately when they were hosting. So I was like, you know, what? let me, let me, let me. Playoff time. Playoff time in the W. Playoffs. Playoffs. Playoffs in the W. Well, let me get two minutes on the clock here. Nope. Need two minutes there. Yeah, there we go. All right. Two minutes. Two minutes on the clock. Joe's going to break down the W and what's going on in the playoffs for the Women's Basketball Association. All right. Two minutes on the clock. Uh, the Las Vegas Aces, they throttled the Chicago Sky in both of their matchups. They have moved on in the best of three. That is the first round. Uh, in the other game, a little bit of consternation. They've got a tied series between the Minnesota Lynx and the Connecticut Sun. Uh, Lynx took the second game. Suns took the first game. So that series is one to watch. Also, in the other two series, I clicked the wrong thing there. Uh, the Mystics are currently trailing one game to uh, the New York Liberty and Brennan. My goodness, your Dallas Wings put on quite the performance, having one of the biggest turnarounds in playoff history. Uh, the Dream were up by, I believe, at least 20 points, if not more. And in the second half, the Wings turned it around to grab that first game at home. Yeah. Uh, second game is tonight, 9 p.m. on ESPN, right after the Liberty Mystics game. So if you want to check it out, you can. Uh, I'm hoping the Dream bring it back home. Uh, and we have one more game of seeing this team together as currently constructed because they are uh, a, a sight to behold. Um, so, yeah, there there have been some awards, none of the official awards, a lot of AP awards. So I'm not going to go over those. I'll wait for the actual awards. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't even need the full two minutes here. That has been your playoff recap. I hate to break it to you. Dallas is favored by six and a half. In that yeah, game. they are. But there's a reason we were up first in that first half. Yeah, we, that's we're, true. We're no Arizona Cardinal, I'll tell you that. Well, um, if I could uh, just take a line from something I say every single week, it's why we play the games, actually. Uh, all right, moving on to soccer corner. Here we go. The Prem. Oh, you put the uh, MLS first. What's going on here? What's this about? What's this about? I, I just put it first because oh, okay. it was already on We're the talking thing. Prem. Yeah, we're, we're talking gonna Premier talk. League. We're gonna talk. We're Welcome gonna talk. to Wrexham. We're back. Welcome to Wrexham. Is back. Uh, time is not the running. Premier League. 
That's so national tier two national league, uh, league two. It's league two. league two. That's what it's called. Uh, so the Premier League is back uh, after the international break. Fulham played Luton, Luton Town, which was uh, one of the more recently relic, the one of the recently promoted teams into the top half. Um, what top happens to those teams? Uh, they usually lose, Brennan, and usually Luton get a beatdown. Loss. Uh, it should have been a beatdown. And uh, honestly, we held on for dear life in this game for most of it. Um, but we got to see a couple of our new signees play. Zhao Polina, who was uh, – I didn't talk about it last week. Zhao Polina, who was nearly moved to Bayern Munich, Bayern Munich uh, ended up staying with us. There was some consternation on whether he was upset, whether he'd you know, play – be committed to playing after this big move because he had the opportunity to play Champions League football. Um, he looked like he had not missed a step. He still looked as passionate, as tactical, as skilled as ever. Um, not, it wasn't a fear I had because seeing him play, it's like, I don't know if this guy can not play at 100%, give his all. Uh, he's just that kind of player. Uh, and we saw that on display. So we're in good hands going forward. Alex Awobi looked amazing. Um, coming over from Everton. And I think we finally know who our striker should be. We picked up Raul Jimenez uh, in the in the transfer market early on. Uh, he has not scored yet for us. Uh, but uh, Carlos Vinicius, who scored the game-winning goal against Chelsea, ended up playing extremely well once he got in, got a goal like five minutes into being on the pitch, it was uh, pretty good, and that helped secure the victory for us. So uh, there should be some changes in the side going. Uh, da, 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 dang it. Sorry. It's time fix. Quick. Excuse me sometime. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah. Um, but, yeah, Fulham currently sits top of the table, top half of the table, uh, 10. 10 and up. So, got and again, as I said a few weeks ago, we're entering the easy part of our schedule. So uh, I think we have, I think we have Crystal Palace next, and then we have Chelsea after that. Chelsea, who currently behind us, which is you know, you, can you I ask you a quick it. question? You love to see it. Go ahead. So I'm looking at the top tables, and there's the UEFA Champions League, the English League Championship, and then the UEFA European Championship qualifying. What is the actual champions? The 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 tear down from Premier. What is that called? Uh oh, that's that the um, English League Championship. Yes. Okay, so then the other ones are the like the UEFA Champions League. That's the one where it's everybody against everybody, right? Yeah. Top okay. dogs. Top dogs. Top dogs. Okay, so Champions League is the top dogs. The championship. Eng- the is- league championship is the second tier. Yeah. Okay, that was so fucking confused for me. It, it, like, it, for a while, it's like real confused. They I was did like, a why great is Bundesliga thing in Ted teams in here. That. Yeah, yeah. I remember. <laughs> All right, that's it. So, let's for, go so the- for win, we're in the champions, and for lose, we're in the championship. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Take us to the press conference. Did want to also say uh, oh, MLS yeah. uh, Miami lost to. Uh, Miami lost. No Messi though. No Messi. Yeah, the first game Messi didn't play. Miami finally lost. So I know that because I went to work and I went into the line and all the cooks were watching the game and I go Messi right and they go no not playing. Yeah and I went ooh that's not gonna be good. 
I was like, we won the previous game without him, but this was the we? first game. We? Yeah, You're a Miami I'm fan now? I've been an inner Miami fan. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> been here since the ground broke at Lockhart Stadium, which I played on as a kid, damn it. Um, and I played on in college. Look at us having things in common. You play at Lockhart? We played at Lockhart. Yeah, that was our home stadium until the, oh, until the campus stadium. Oh, until the... Wow, that's crazy. Which they promised was going to be done by my senior year, and it was not. Luckily, was a... I stayed an extra senior year. <laughs> <you know. laughs> that's crazy. You played at Lockhart. Uh, did I tell you my Lockhart story? I'll tell you after the show. It's not worthy for the show. Um, but yeah, we lost 5-2. Uh, started Ooh. the game good. One, Messi doesn't play defense. Goal. What's going on with that D? Scored the first goal and then just conceded after that, so... But yeah, on to the press conference. And we'll bring you the press conference in its entirety. You know where Messi was, actually? Where? Because he could have played that game, but he did not. Messi, uh, I don't know if it was the day of or the day before. It was a Saturday game. I don't know if it was day of or the next day, but... There were pictures of him at his son's uh, his son's soccer game. Oh, <laughs> that's sweet. So it's like, eh, yeah. he's not taking this seriously yeah, at all. He was coming off an international reason. break. He didn't have to be there. He didn't have to be there. No one expected him to be there. But could have made it. Could have made it. <laughs> Joe, where can everybody find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Joe Dorville. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Joe Dorville. You can also head over to my website, JoeDorville.com. Don't forget to check out the merch store there. Don't forget to head over to a new low a new and check out all the shows that we do there, including this one, uh, a new low, the, the 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 title show, the titular show, and um, who does right, a podcast? Brian. Who does a, hey, who does a podcast where uh, we watch and review? Oh, that sounds so funny because that's your name. I don't know where we do uh, <laughs> where we rank and review musicals of yesteryear and of current day. We're gonna do it in Greece this week. And we did Tenacious D uh, two weeks ago. So that's pretty fun. Pretty wacky all over the place. Brennan, where can we find you? Pretty wacky. Pretty wacky. Uh, at Brennan T Comedy on all social media. BrennanTComedy.com. Check out the one-man show at Patreon.com slash Brennan Tassif. You can also check out my other podcast, X Drinking Buddy. I have guests on and they talk about their best and worst drinking drug, party, or getting in trouble stories. Great episode this week with a very, very good actor and also funny comedian, Austin Boykin. And then next week, I got Kosha Dills from Wild and Out coming on. So that'll be super fun. Wow. That got Joe's attention. I don't uh, know who that is. I just heard Wild and Out. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, check me out there. And that's going to do it for us this week. We'll talk to you all next week. All right, Brennan, get me out here so I can start my workout. And that's why we play the game. Hello. Hello. Huge shout out. Nick Chubb, man. I hope you can come back. Man, carried me through fantasy last year.